Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Sister Wives with Mary Jane Kay. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2024. I hope everyone has a fulfilling, happy, peaceful, blissful, prosperous New Year. Have a wonderful 2024. Today, I'll be giving my commentary on Sister Wives Talk Back Part 2, where Cody, Robin, and the ex-wives watch the season finale back and they react to it. Let's get into it. It starts with Mary commenting in the clip about her 32nd anniversary with Cody, and Mary explains how she has taken time out to figure things out these past six months, and she has figured out that there is no commitment or covenant with Cody. She says Cody has already broken it. Robin, at this point, coaches Cody, and she asks Cody, with all he knows about their covenants, would he say that he somehow has broken his covenant? And Cody says no. This sick shit with Robin and Cody, where Robin coaches Cody and she speaks for him, all of it is bullshit. So Cody says no. He isn't the one who broke his covenant. He says Mary had the affair. He didn't break the covenants. It wasn't a physical affair Mary had, so Cody thought, you know, it might be reconcilable with Mary. That's his excuse for stringing her along, that he thought maybe it might be reconcilable. Listen, Cody broke the covenant first, in my opinion. He broke it by disconnecting from Mary and abandoning her as a husband and a partner. It's not just that Cody stopped being intimate with Mary over a decade before the catfish sitch, he also abandoned the relationship with Mary and he stopped investing in that connection. He abandoned her emotionally as her husband. Mary had an emotional affair and we all know the truth that if the catfish were real, she would have left. And Mary still refuses to admit that. She refuses to admit that it was an affair. But it technically was Cody who broke the covenant first by abandoning her as a husband over a decade before the catfish situation ever happened. And if Cody hadn't abandoned her first as a husband, Mary wouldn't have ever been in a situation where she felt that desperate or that lonely. Now, Mary says she feels like she was emotionally abandoned by Cody many years ago, well before the catfish. And Christine agrees. Christine says, Cody really held back emotionally from all of them, especially from Mary. Christine says that was way back in Vegas where she felt like she didn't have a good relationship anymore with Cody either. And Christine thinks Cody was actually probably relieved when Mary told him, listen, don't come over anymore. Cody says when they moved to Flagstaff over five years ago now, he told Mary maybe they might be able to start over again. And after they tried to start over, they were spending time together. And every time he spent time with Mary, Cody says it just wasn't healthy. It wasn't healthy or it wasn't just easy and convenient for Cody. Listen, that whole catfishing thing hurt Cody's ego. And Cody, at that point after that, was never going to take Mary back. Once you hurt a person's ego like that, there is no way in hell 
They're going to take you back. And you also shouldn't want a person like that. So it was never going to work out. And Cody knew that. But Cody was just stringing Mary along, in my opinion. Are we to believe that Cody was considering putting effort in when his ego was so hurt by Mary and this catcher situation that he was going to allow himself to be inconvenienced and make an effort to make that relationship work? I think not. I don't think Cody ever had any intention of ever giving Mary a chance again or ever reconciling with her. He just wanted to string her along, probably for her finances and to assuage Robin. And let's not forget that house that Robin and Cody live in is paid for largely with Janelle and Mary's proceeds from the sales of their Vegas homes. Janelle says it's no secret that Mary and Cody have had problems for a very, very, very long time. And she says, above all, Mary is very loyal and she is very much a person of her word. And she feels like she gave a commitment. But Janelle wonders, at what point is it not healthy for Mary? Mary recounts that a month ago, she saw where Cody said on the show that he didn't consider himself married to her anymore. Mary was insulted by this. She was very hurt and she felt that it was vulgar for Cody to be open to her moving on. Next, Cody projects, and I laughed out loud at this next comment, I really almost spit my tea out everywhere. Kotex with his ugly necklace and his flashy watch and his tacky ring says he doesn't understand why Mary keeps playing this and he thinks it's because Mary is addicted to being a victim. Wow, that's rich coming from him. Cody would know. He and his goblin both suffer from that affliction. They love playing victim. There is nothing they love more. Robin isn't happy when Cody says this. When Cody says that Mary likes playing victim, you could tell she really doesn't like it. Visibly, she winces. Now, Mary says, most of the time, these private conversations, the individual interviews they do, the private confessionals, Mary really doesn't know about them until she sees them on the show. So when she saw that, where Cody said he didn't even consider her a wife, Mary says, that's a big shift. Christine thinks it's disgusting how Cody has been dragging Mary along for years. She asks if we can imagine finding out that our marriage was over on social media in the same way that Mary did. She feels that's just as bad as getting a text. That's probably even worse. It's so public. Now, Christine explains that she thinks it's equally as disgusting that Robin begged Mary to stay, stay with the family, stay with the family, when Robin should just let Mary go. Read. A viewer points out that maybe bringing in a new sister wife after the first three had been in the family for 20 years was a bad idea. Mary says they felt like it was good for them at the time. And she still feels it was good for them. And she feels like things after that that happened are what created some conflict. Mary says there is a shakeup whenever any wife comes into the family. 
No matter when the wife comes in or how many years it has been since the family is established, there is always a shakeup. And Mary says they had a lot of other things happening at that same time, like going public, moving to Vegas, and there was a big shift in the family and in all of their lifestyles at that time as well. So there were lots of changes. Janelle says they all loved Robin and her kids, and it's unfortunate how everything has gone. But Janelle feels that's just relationships and, you know, people change. They flash back to Janelle and Christine's trip to visit her brothers. And Christine explains in the scene that she left Cody a couple years ago and Janelle is separated from Cody, but they're still sister wives. And Christine explains that they're going to continue that and they will be good friends for the rest of their lives and they're going to keep raising their kids together and they will continue to represent the plural part of their family, even after leaving Cody. Cody is watching this scene. He's glaring. He's rolling his eyes. His arms are crossed like the defiant, petulant man baby he is. You can tell he is jealous. You can tell he feels very threatened by these strong, independent women uniting to create a support system for the kids in the family. The kids, Cody ignores and neglects. He should be grateful to Christine and Janelle, but instead he is full of hate. Cody looks at his ugly, tacky watch, pointing out how bored he is watching this scene as he watches Christine gush about her friendship with Janelle. This really angers Cody, and he hates it, and he does these petulant, childish things like staring down at his watch, rolling his eyes like an angry teen. Cody's emotionally very immature. Now, Mary likes that Janelle and Christine have this relationship now, and Mary says, They didn't have that for most of the years that they were together as a family. But Mary guesses that shows that having that conflict, the jealousy, it's not there anymore. And maybe that's why Christine and Janelle get to be so close now. Now, Cody mentions that it's interesting how Christine and Janelle have a newfound friendship because Cody thinks it used to be more antagonistic before. Cody says he wishes it wasn't so, but it appears to him that Christine and Janelle are united in the common enemy against he and Robin because they have nothing good to say about them. That's bullshit, deflection, projection. Cody is just paranoid. Cody is delusional. Cody is bitter. Janelle says Cody wants to see it like they're banding together against him, like Christine has converted her to hate Cody. But Janelle says no. She and Christine always had a relationship. They always had one. There was always a lot of history there. They had so many shared experiences. And without the noise of the plural marriage, all that was able to really come forward. Christine explains that their church group would preach that women don't need their college education. They need to get married because the world was going to end. Christine says in the clip that her dad told her that was crazy, that was untrue, and she had to go to college. Mary laughs and she says she loves Christine's imitation of her dad. 
Janelle is glad that Christine's dad was smart because she says, in every group you get involved in, there are always people looking for the apocalypse to come and rescue them. Listen, since the beginning of civilization, every different culture in the world, the world is ending, the world is ending, the world is ending. Listen, it hasn't ended yet. It's probably not going to end anytime soon. Even if it ends tomorrow, there's nothing that we could fucking do about it. Just fucking live. I'm not a fan of catastrophizing. A viewer asks Christine if growing up with all of that end of the world talk scared the hell out of her. And Christine says, yeah, she grew up terrified. And she specifically remembers talking to her dad being worried about what would happen and when the world would end. She wanted to know what was going to happen, when it was going to happen. She wanted to know when Jesus was coming. And her dad told her, whoa, she was 14. She just needed to live, just live. Now, Christine and Janelle mentioned that they would love to get all of the kids together in this clip, including Robin's kids. And Janelle says it feels like there is this huge gulf between Robin's kids and the rest of the kids in the family. Janelle says she hears from her kids and from Christine's kids whenever she is with them that they miss Robin's children. But it's become so estranged. It's become so bitter now. And things are being said now. So Janelle just doesn't know if it will ever happen. Next, a viewer really triggers Cody. A viewer tells Cody that... He thinks it's awesome that he and Robin found each other and he feels that it's really awesome that they found each other, that they just want to be together and he thinks they should just own it and they should just say that. Cody gets pissed and he tells the viewer that he is the victim of 20 hours of their life out of 365 days a year. And Robin jumps on Cody. She tries to shush him physically with her hands. She can tell he's getting pissed off. And she scolds him. She Like a mom. She tells him to stop and that he needs to be nice. And she is scolding him exactly the way one would scold a toddler who is out of sorts. She really wears the pants. Now, Cody tells Robin that they didn't want their family to break up. And Cody asks Robin... Isn't that obvious that they didn't want the family to break up? And Robin tells Cody that the viewer isn't trying to be rude. That viewer that asked, made that comment, asked that question, isn't trying to be disrespectful. And Cody tells the viewer that he is just reading too many tabloids. Cody says he and Robin, they didn't want this breakup. Robin rolls her eyes. You can tell she's not very happy with Cody's behavior. As Cody says, he didn't want this breakup. Right, he didn't want this breakup. But Cody is the one who referred to his other wives and kids to his family as the obstacles to his goals in life. But he didn't want this breakup. Robin keeps explaining to Cody that this viewer wasn't being rude. Cody says he can't tell. And Robin assures Cody again, listen, the viewer really wasn't being rude. Cody behaves just like a toddler. Now, Cody admits it's true that, yeah, he and Robin like each other, and Robin warns Cody to be kind. 
Cody bitches. He wants to play victim. And he says he has gone through three divorces in three years and he isn't a happy camper and he isn't nice. Don't worry, Cody. No one would mistake you for being happy or nice. Everyone knows the son of a bitch that you are. No one would doubt it. Next, Cody, Mary, and Robin are sitting down to discuss the property and reaffirm the divorce. It's their breakup discussion. It's their breakup conversation. And they're going to reaffirm the way that they've divided the property. And they're going to talk about their breakup. And Robin explains that every time she's out on the property, it makes her ache, 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 ache to just get out here. And Cody tells Mary that maybe they should walk the property. And Robin points out that Cody is skipping a huge conversation. And Mary agrees. Because before this public filmed conversation, Cody and Mary had already battled having this conversation publicly. And Cody didn't want to do it. And Mary made him because she felt like she deserved this to be documented publicly. And she does. The public deserves to see this. And she deserves to have a voice and discuss her situation with Cody as well. Now, Mary says after Christine left, she signed over her property to Cody and Robin. And Mary explains that she doesn't know what's happening with that. And Cody explains to Mary that they are still doing five lots, but Christine will just be out of the equation and Cody will get Christine's lot since Christine left. Cody explains because of the way things have gone in the past with the family, he isn't going to give the family lot to any wife. So Cody's going to get two lots, the family lot and then his lot. Now, Mary tells Cody that would mean he would get four acres, Robin would get four acres, and so together, Cody and Robin would get eight acres out of that whole property. And they're each paying the same amount. All of the adults are paying the same. Now, Cody says that that's not fair, that's not what it is. He would be getting two two-acre lots, Robin would be getting one four-acre lot. So Mary confirms, well, listen, you would get four acres, Robin would get four acres, Janelle would get four acres, Mary would get two acres, and Mary doesn't think it's fair. Mary says it seems like Cody has already made the decision, and she doesn't think that's fair, because regardless of the fact that she and Cody haven't had a relationship for forever, she is really still a part of the family, and she is involved financially. She's going to be paying her equal share, so obviously she deserves to have some of the property and not just what Cody decides she is worthy of. Preach, Mary. I'm glad she spoke up and pointed out the inequity of this. Christine feels that it's selfish of Cody to take that much property. And Christine says, that's not polygamy, that's selfishness. Yes, Cody's selfishness. Mary gets a question from a viewer asking why all the Coyote Pass lots are different sizes when it seems that the fair thing to do would be to make them all the same. Mary explains that they purchased the lots in different sizes. That's how they came. And Christine suggests that they should have gotten a surveyor out there to separate the land into four lots because otherwise they get inequality, inequity. And a surveyor would ensure that they all got equally valued properties, that they all got the same. 
Christine has the only idea that would be fair. A viewer comments that she is glad Mary finally decided to stop being Cody's doormat. And Mary says she was never Cody's doormat. She says it was never a decision for her to make. She says people think she was a doormat just because she chose to stay in her committed marriage. So she disagrees with the doormat statement and she says she isn't going to take that on. In the clip, Mary goes on and she directly tells Cody and Robin that it's weird to her that Robin and Cody get four acres and four acres, eight together, and Janelle gets four acres and she would get two. Cody's a real dick and he wants to make excuses and I felt like this was particularly cruel. Cody says Mary has one child and he has 18 children and he says he wanted to keep the lot with the pond to be for the whole family because the whole family gets that. Mary doesn't want to share resources. Mary is paying the same amount of money as everyone else as the other adults who are all getting larger pieces of land. That is not fair. All of different values when they're all putting in the same amount. It doesn't matter if Mary has one child. And that was a really dickish move of Cody to use that as an excuse. Cody wants a family lot. His lot should be the family lot. He shouldn't be getting two lots, one a family lot and one for him. One of those should go to Mary. Mary should be getting four two. She's putting in the same amount. Cody already has the land with Robin plus his land. He wants his lot plus the family lot plus his lot with Robin. And it should be more fair for Mary. And how dare he use it as an excuse to bring up that Mary only had one child. What the fuck? Mary says that's a big fat lie. She says she is completely fine with sharing resources. She thinks it's a give and take situation. And if it's not mutual, that's where she has the conflict with it. Listen, it's not a pond. For fuck's sake, it's a drainage ditch to collect runoff. That is filled with prairie dog plague infested dirt. And Mary having one child is no excuse for her getting two acres when the three other adults get four acre lots. Now, people in the family didn't want Mary to get the lot with the drainage ditch they call a pond. That's because they worried that Mary might not want to give access to the whole family if the pond was on her property because in the past when they lived in one big house, Mary's section of the house was in the middle of the house and her unit had access to Christine's area through a basement door And you would have to walk through the inside of Mary's area of the one big house to access that door. And Mary didn't want people walking through her part of the house. So night or day, ice, rain, sleet, snow, or sunshine, she made the family bundle up and go up and down stairs and around the outside of the house to access Christine's area of the house from the outside so they wouldn't walk through her area of the house. So people were understandably hesitant to give Mary the property with the glorified drainage ditch in case the family wanted to access it and wanted to go swimming there. 
They might be making noise. That might be an issue for her. They might be going through her yard. That might be an issue for her. So now Cody wants to act like he is getting more land and it's for the family and it's for his kids. And he's using the drainage ditch and access to this drainage ditch full of prairie dog plague infested dirt. The access to this ditch as an excuse when really Cody is selfish and he's greedy and all of the adults deserve equal. And if Mary is expected to pitch in just like everyone else financially paying equal, she deserves an equal piece of the pie. They needed to get a surveyor to make four lots of equal value and hopefully around similar size if they can do that. It's not up to Cody. Only the surveyor can do that. I also want to point out that Mary does share resources. Now, she might be a stickler for privacy and she might be very strict on the rules. And I'm not a fan of the way she treated her sister wives when they first came into the family and how overbearing and controlling she is or how there are allegations of her being abusive or angry towards some of the children. That's also not okay. I don't support that. And we know that there are stories of her slamming doors in the house so that everyone in the house, when they lived in one big house, would know when she was angry and it would frustrate the kids and create a lot of tension. So obviously there are very problematic things about Mary. But Mary does share resources. Let's remember she gave a significant portion of the proceeds from the sale of her Vegas house to Robin and Cody so that they could secure that goblin's lair. And she also sacrificed her legal marriage. So before Cody wants to be shysty, he should maybe consider everything Mary did for he and for Robin. Now, in the next clip, Robin tells Mary, you never know if she and Cody are going to stay together. Mary and Robin are really laughing their heads off about this. They're laughing hysterically as if that's hilarious and the funniest thing in the world that Robin and Cody might split up one day. And Mary says, maybe 22 years down the road, you never know. Robin is laughing and then she cringes because Cody looks enraged at that comment. You could tell he's totally emasculated. He's totally humiliated. He's totally enraged that Robin is laughing and joking about this with a smile on her face. And Robin apologizes to Cody. She tells Cody, oh, it was a bad joke. I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry, sweetheart. But Cody is bitter and Cody is pouting and Cody is looking down and Cody is ashamed like the coward he is. Robin is rubbing Cody's leg, watching back this scene with him. She can tell he looks pissed, even watching it back. And she tells Cody that that was really rotten of her watching it back. She's, oh, so sorry. She's doing her best customer service. Now, Robin says in the rewatch that they have no idea what the future holds. And she isn't saying she and Cody are going to really split up, but she feels she deserves her separate fourth two and not to be counted with Cody. And Mary agrees. And Robin explains in this clip that she gets so tired 
of constantly always being counted with Cody. And she says that everybody always thinks that if Cody has it, then Robin has it. If Cody says it, then Robin says it. If Cody thinks and feels it, then Robin thinks and feels it. And Robin says, that is not true. Janelle brings the facts here and she points out that Robin and Cody are legally married. So Robin will get half or more of what Cody has if they divorce. Yes, and Janelle is right. Now in the clip, Cody asks Mary what she was imagining would be different about the land situation now that Christine is out of it. And Mary says she really wasn't imagining anything, but she just knew now there were two more acres of land and she wondered if that meant maybe she would get them because Robin and Janelle each have four acres. And Mary makes clear that Cody's excuse that he wants a property for the family that's just for his kids and his own separate property, that all of that is bullshit. Because Mary explains that if each of the ladies, if their property that they're going to get is intended to pass down to their children, then really all of the children are covered. So Mary wonders, then what is Cody's property for? Cody's property is because Cody is greedy and Cody is selfish and it's also for his ego. Cody explains to Mary in the clip that he wasn't thinking that way. He wasn't thinking that now Mary would get more land since there are two other acres. Mary chuckles cynically and she says she understands now with a huge smile on her face. She says she understands. Yeah, she gets it. Cody says he has explained that to Mary a hundred times. And Mary explains she gets what Cody is saying. I think we all do. Cody explains that what he means here is they each deserve their own lots. And he says he wanted that fifth lot for a family lot. And Robin felt like because they all worked together and pitched in the same amount financially, that everybody should get their own equal portion. And of course, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Robin is right. Wow. Even Robin disagrees with Cody. Cody tells Robin that's fair if that's what they want to do, but then there won't be a lot now where all of the kids have access, meaning the family lot where all the kids would have access to the ditch. Listen, I doubt any of the kids who are now all adults, mostly living out of state, are really chomping at the bit to jump in the prairie dog plague infested drainage ditch. I really doubt that that's a huge concern. Cody is very selfish and Cody wants that land for himself and for his ego, period. This isn't about his kids. This isn't about his family. This isn't even about the runoff ditch they call a pond. If Cody is doing this for the kids, there doesn't need to be a separate lot for him and for the family. Why doesn't Cody forego his lot so Mary can get the same as everyone else? She paid the same amount of money and she deserves land of equal value. She paid the same amount of money as the other women and she deserves property of equal value regardless. Instead of having two two-acre lots, that can maybe go towards making sure a surveyor can do the four equal lots. 
Mary deserves the same as everybody else. End of story. Cody complains that if they do it that way, if everyone gets equal, then they won't get the recreational lot for the kids. And he says they all know from experience that nobody else will share with all of the kids. And Robin says she didn't get that at the time, but now, now it makes sense to her. Cody explains that originally he thought he wanted lot one so that all of the kids could have access to that ditch because he is the only one all of the children have a claim on. Yeah, the children he neglects and the children he treats like second class citizens, the children he referred to along with his ex-wives as the obstacles to his goals in life, those children. Now, Cody not only needs his piece of land, but the family plot for all of the kids because it's all about the kids and it's all about the family. Fuck this. Cody is selfish. Cody is greedy. And Cody is a used car salesman. If Cody gave a fuck about his kids, his ass would be with them during their most trying times, during medical emergencies. For example, Cody would have done something like go to Isabel's major surgery instead of suggesting she go alone and fly cross country alone initially to do a major surgery because it wasn't convenient for him to attend. Sure, Cody is all about the kids. Cody can be a warrior for making sure they get access to this prairie dog infested drainage ditch. He can twist shit to claim it's all about his kids when really... This is about Cody's ego, this is about Cody's greed, and this is about Cody's selfishness. But he can't be all about his kids when it counts. He's never all about his kids when it counts. Why the fuck wasn't he at Isabel's major surgery if he's all about his kids? Why the fuck didn't you remember Gabe's birthday? Why the fuck didn't you remember Gwen's birthday? He made the excuse, oh, he was so sick with COVID, oh, 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 he couldn't remember, oh, oh. You know what? You remember what day your kid was born. You know when you created a life and when that life came into this world, whether you're sick or not. Cody can be all about the kids at his convenience when it suits him for selfish reasons, but he can't be all about his kids whenever it counts. This pathetic excuse for a man seriously could not make it to his daughter's major surgery, but he sure is a warrior for the kids having access to this drainage ditch. Next, Christine and Janelle are having a barbecue at her brother's house in the clip that they're watching, and Christine points out that she is the most competitive of her ex-sister wives, and Christine jokes that that is why she left first, because she wanted to win. Christine was joking around, but Mary is laughing watching this. And she says Christine isn't wrong. She is definitely the most competitive. And Mary says Christine always has been. Cody is sitting on his ugly couch, looking apathetic. He's looking pissed off. He's hating himself. He looks like he hates his life. He looks like he hates the world. When he's watching this scene where Christine is with her brothers at the barbecue and Christine's brothers ask Christine about her divorce. Now, Christine's brothers used to be close to Cody. They used to be friends. So I'm sure 
he's watching this and he feels very resentful and bitter about it. And Christine tells her brothers that Cody said that he wasn't attracted to her and there was no real chemistry and there wasn't going to be. And Christine explains to her brothers that Cody also said that she wasn't nice enough to her sister wives. Janelle points out that she and Christine both know that not being nice to sister wives is code for Cody saying that she wasn't nice to Robin specifically. And Janelle tells Christine that she was nice to her. And Cody comments, he tells Robin, on the contrary, it's that Christine wasn't nice to him. Robin rolls her eyes at this. She wants to look like she's so frustrated. She's the victim, guys. We have to remember she's a victim. Janelle recounts that she used to hear all of these crazy stories, stories that Cody believed that Christine was being so mean. But Janelle says she really doesn't think that Christine was mean. In the clip, Janelle says that Cody has accused her and her boys of being so mean to this one person who has given everything to this family. And Janelle thinks that's a pretty one-sided view of this situation. Cody comments on that, that that was one angry argument he had with Janelle once. Once he was mad at Janelle for the things that her boys were doing and the things that she was doing. So Cody's making the excuse that it was just one time. Cody says Christine had been complaining about Janelle and about Mary for years. Robin looks like she really wishes she could jump out of her skin as Cody goes on. He says they're trying to make this that their breakup is everything about Robin and it doesn't have anything to do with Robin and that's actually a lie. Now, Christine explains to her brothers in this scene that from the day that she asked Cody not to stay there anymore, she took her life back, she got it back, and she became stronger that day. Christine explains in the clip that that conversation wasn't just about her brothers. That's about Janelle too. And Christine feels Janelle needs to know that it's okay on the other side. Janelle is frustrated by this. Now, Janelle says that this narrative that Christine talks about all the time really frustrates her. Janelle says she's fine. She is separated from Cody. She and Cody are no longer going to be together. It's final. And Christine acts like Janelle is just sitting here needing encouragement to leave and that she needs to be shown that it's okay to leave. And Janelle says it's bullshit. She says she has left Cody. She has three kids who still live in Flagstaff. So she asks, why would she not stay in Flagstaff? Janelle says she likes Flagstaff. She has three kids here and she can't move away right now because the assets are all scrambled. They're all intertwined and she can't take her part of their estate and go somewhere. And the fact that she isn't dating or the fact that she isn't moving out of state right now, it doesn't mean that she is sitting here needing to be told that she has the power to leave. Janelle already left, basically. She just didn't move and she has to resolve the land so that she has the finances 
to be able to leave or to move, but she likes Flagstaff and her kids live there. So Janelle is kind of annoyed. And Janelle says she left. She just hasn't moved yet. And she explains she can't move because of her assets. Janelle left and maybe she feels like it's a little bit patronizing or condescending or like Christine doesn't really validate and trust that Janelle has left. Janelle really doesn't need to be empowered. I believe she left Cody. She just hasn't moved. Let's remember that Janelle really isn't in the same situation as Christine when Christine left. When Christine left, luckily, she had the house in her name and she could sell that house and take the proceeds and move. And she was able to give the land to Cody and Robin. All of Janelle's money, all of her finances, her credit, all of it is tied up in this land. It's intertwined with these people. It has to be paid off. It has to be settled. Her finances have to be disentangled so that Janelle can move forward and sell to be able to recoup financially, to be able to move or to be able to leave an asset for her kids. And she can't really move away or buy a home or do anything. Her hands are tied. She has nothing in her name that is not intertwined and entangled with the family or with Cody and their finances. So she has her hands tied as far as moving. She left Cody. She's done with him. But she may not want to date yet, and she may not be as eager to look for love. Janelle may not feel ready to date the way Christine is, and that doesn't mean she isn't over Cody. She just may not even want to deal with it. It might feel like a chore to her. It might not be something she wants to take on right now. And Janelle also still believes in her faith, and she has to come to terms with the spiritual aspects too to be able to move forward and feel comfortable with dating whenever she is ready for that. But I believe Janelle knows that she is done with Cody and I don't think she can move until the land and her finances are resolved. And I think even though Christine is being very supportive of Janelle and that's great, Janelle might feel like it's patronizing to hear Christine suggest that she needs empowerment and encouragement that it's okay just because Janelle's divorce doesn't exactly look like Christine's because it's different and Janelle's in a different situation. But Janelle did leave and she is done with Cody. And she would probably love to be in a situation where she could move and she can't because of the land and her financial situation. She really has her hands tied. And I think she knows it's going to take time to really disentangle herself financially from the land and from these people and to resolve it so that she can leave with some of what she deserves financially. And I think Christine underestimating that Janelle considers herself separated, that Janelle did leave even though she's staying in Flagstaff. I think Christine pressuring Janelle or suggesting that Janelle needs encouragement or empowerment, that might annoy Janelle or it might make Janelle feel like Christine doesn't validate that she has actually left Cody. Because Janelle has left and I think Janelle feels like Christine isn't validating that and like Christine doubts her just because she may not want to date yet and also because she's in a situation where really she might love to move but she just doesn't have an asset to liquidate yet and her finances are tied up. Christine was in a much less complicated situation when she chose to leave just because her house was in her name and she had that asset that she could liquidate to move forward. 
Whereas, unfortunately, Janelle is in a different situation. Janelle's separation isn't less valid than Christine's just because she didn't move away or just because she is in a different financial situation where she has to wait to pay off the land or disentangle herself. Christine luckily didn't have the same obstacles to contend with that Janelle does. In the clip, Janelle explains to Christine's brothers that they were raised in a culture where marriage is forever, so it's been harder to reconcile, but they are 50, so they still have a long time to go, and Janelle says she still has her faith, and she is still spiritually married to Cody, so she doesn't know how to get a divorce in that way, in the spiritual way. Now, Mary is watching this scene, and she laughs, and she says she can tell Janelle how. I'm glad to see Mary really laughing and smiling a lot. She looks so much happier and so much better and so much lighter living in Parowan than she ever did anywhere in Flagstaff or Vegas. So I think she's a lot happier. In the next clip, Mary is dropping her bomb. And Mary tells Cody and Robin that she is moving to Parowan. And she says her intention has always been to build on Coyote Pass. Robin asks if this move is temporary. Mary doesn't know. Jen, Mary's bestie, is with her watching the clips back. And she is watching the clip with Mary. And Robin is in tears. And Jen asks, so why is Robin so upset? Mary tells Jen that she thinks Robin really wanted sister wives and a good relationship with her sister wives. Mary says Robin wanted a plural family. And Mary tells Jen, with Christine leaving, Robin didn't have a relationship with Janelle, but she had an okay relationship with Mary, and now Mary was leaving too. Now, Jen says she has Mary's back 100%, but she points out to Mary that Mary has been trying to build that relationship with Robin. And every time Mary tries, she is constantly disappointed. Robin lets her down. And Jen says, every time she talked to Mary, Mary would say, well, me and Robin, we were going to go do this thing. And then that thing would fall through every time. Mary says she knows, but Jen doesn't understand why Robin is upset then. You know why Robin's upset? For attention, for sympathy, to play victim, and to manipulate everyone with her false emotions, with her emotional terrorism. Just because she didn't get her way and she thinks throwing a hissy fit and crying like a child in hysterics will manipulate everyone around her to cater to her, to give her her way, to coddle her and to focus their attention on her. It's a manipulation tactic. Mary thinks Robin is so upset because Robin wanted the plural family. Now, I think Robin just wanted attention and to play the victim. Now, Mary thinks Robin was hopeful and she asks otherwise, why would she keep saying to her, hey, hold on, hold on. According to Mary, it's because she thinks Robin really still wanted it. Sure, the grass is pink and the sky is green. Listen, 
Robin wanted Mary's financial support. Robin wanted the illusion of a plural marriage. And she wanted to keep Mary around because she knew that meant she could still live under the illusion that the family still existed. The plural family still existed. And if Mary stayed around, Robin wouldn't feel as much guilt knowing all Mary sacrificed for her. Robin also liked having a person for Cody to direct his resentment towards. If Mary stayed, Robin wouldn't be the only wife for Cody to focus his resentment on. And Robin would feel and think she looks less like the bad guy because Mary is still around. This is about Robin not wanting to feel guilt and about Robin wanting her emotional support person to stick around for selfish reasons, for financial reasons, Robin wanted Mary to stay for herself, for selfish reasons, for financial motive. And she was upset for herself. She was losing her emotional support person and Cody's punching bag. It has nothing to do with Mary or Robin wanting a plural family, in my opinion. Now, Mary says she thinks Robin was upset because she was hopeful. And Jen tells it like it is. Jen says, that's selfish because even though Robin wanted it, there was nothing for Mary there and Cody didn't want it. Jen thinks it's selfish and it is, but she says Goblin is entitled to her feelings, but she struggles with the fact that Robin is upset that Mary is doing something good for herself. Well, Robin only cares about Robin. If Robin was Mary's real friend, instead of wanting to keep Mary there for selfish reasons that serve her, she would care more about Mary's happiness and Mary's well-being and what was best for Mary. And she would care about Mary doing whatever was best for Mary to have a good and a happy and a fulfilling life. And I really think Jen is a great friend to Mary and Mary should definitely keep her and Mary should definitely value that. And it really looks like Mary values Jen and Jen values Mary. And I think that's great. Now, Mary assumes that Robin has mixed emotions and Mary thinks Robin wants her to be happy and also wants that to include her and the family. Mary has no doubt that Robin has a lot of mixed feelings about it. In the clip, Robin says, despite the fact that she just feels like her world is crumbling down, she can't fight it because it's not fair to marry. Christine comments, finally, that Robin finally gets it. It's not fair to marry how she has lived the past however many years. Christine thinks, thank God Robin isn't begging Mary to stay clinging on anymore because that's not fair. Mary explains that she isn't going to apologize for doing what she knows in her heart is right for her to do. And she says if it's going to hurt Robin's feelings, if Cody's going to be jumping for joy, whatever the emotion that somebody else has about the situation, that is irrelevant. Good for Mary. Cody nonchalantly asks Mary at this point if she even wants to look at her lot, if she wants to walk around the property, or if it's off her radar. Christine pauses. She can't even believe Cody interrupted this serious conversation to divert and ask something like that. 
and she glares at the camera. She pauses the scene and she asks, did that just happen? She's in disbelief. Christine explains that Mary is sitting here talking here about how she's going to move, how she's leaving, she's moving, she isn't going to live here anymore. And Cody is asking her to look at the lot. Christine can't believe it. And Mary tells Cody in this scene that it's not off of her radar. It's just so different now. And Cody asks how it's different. And Mary says it's things Cody has said to her and about her this year. And it changes things. What does Cody do when someone tries to hold him accountable? Cody blames them. Cody deflects. Cody turns the focus on them. Cody tells Mary she is the one making it about what he said. And Cody wants to know why they just can't get on the page where they just make it about where they are instead of what he said. Jen thinks Cody is ridiculous. And I agree. She pauses and she tells Mary, so what Cody said, it doesn't matter. And Mary laughs. She is laughing her head off. She knows Cody will never take any accountability. Christine points out that what Cody said was where they are. And Christine says, Cody said he didn't consider himself married to Mary anymore. And she points out that Mary would love to have still been married to Cody. So where they are is what he said. And Cody is the one who said he didn't consider himself married to Mary anymore. Janelle says Cody would always tell her that he told Mary, look, there is no hope. There is not going to be any hope here. And he would tell Janelle that he told Mary that. And Janelle feels Cody then saying to Mary, hey, let's look at the property. That is very weird mixed messaging. And Janelle doesn't know if it's because Cody thinks Robin wants to hold the family together and he's trying to assuage her. So now he has to toe this line or what it is. But Janelle says it's so weird. But if you listen closely to how Cody talks to Mary or how he talks to any of them, but Robin, of course, she says it's really weird. And you can see Cody trying out all the different angles to see what gets the most real estate, the most purchase for him. Cody's manipulative and Cody does lip service and he'll try to figure out what manipulation tactic, what strategy works for what wife. Cody did whatever worked to string whatever wife along. Now, Janelle tells Mary this is why for 10 years she wasn't sure if she had a marriage because of comments like that that Cody would make. Mary is laughing her ass off at this, and I'm really glad that Mary can laugh and she can look back and really find the humor in all of this. In the clip, Mary says she feels like she and Cody are in a good place, and he was over the other day, and they had a good conversation, but she feels like Cody isn't in a good place in general. And Cody comments that Mary has struggled ever since she got catfished. 
because she was a victim of the catfishing. Now, I feel like Cody is bringing this up as a deflection because it really doesn't have anything to do with any of this. Robin is really pissed that he's bringing up the catfishing. And she has her eyes closed. She has her head down. She has her hand on her forehead. And you can tell she is just bracing for the verbal diarrhea Cody is about to spew. Cody says Mary isn't being accountable in her own way for the problems or the discussions in that marriage that they have had. Now, Mary did have an emotional affair and she sexted the catfish and she carried on and she had never met this person. She had never verified who they were and she completely was emotionally tied up with this catfish. And if the catfish had been the man of her dreams in real life, Mary obviously would have left the family. And I don't think she would ever admit that. She still doesn't admit that. And I think Mary should admit, had the catfish been real, that it would have totally been peace out, sayonara, bitches. But for Mary, she refuses to even admit that it was an affair at all. Now, I don't blame Mary for the catfish. I do think that she was very stupid to make friends on social media and trust internet strangers being a public figure without vetting anyone and just emotionally losing herself with a stranger without even verifying who it was just because she's desperate. And I understand that the catfish said the right words and they gave her attention. They made her feel seen. And she really didn't even check that this person she was talking to was the person that they say they are before going way too far with this. And she, as a known public figure, could have easily put her safety and the safety of her whole family in jeopardy. I don't feel like Mary even tried to do any due diligence or any background checks or any validation that at least this person is who they say they are. And even with the background checks and all the verifications in the world, even after you live with a person and you marry them, there is never a guarantee that the person you sleep next to at night is the person they purport to be and who they present themselves as. And it can take years sometimes before a person drops their masks. So you never know. But it's better to be safe than sorry. And I feel like Mary definitely went about this in a very stupid way. And she could have been much smarter about the way she looked for love. She definitely could have gone about it safer in a smarter way. And she genuinely could have risked her safety and the safety of her family and all of the kids in her family. They're all public figures. And at that time when this was going on, the whole world knew where these people lived. And had the catfish been a worse psycho, there could have been a huge safety risk and a huge danger for Mary and her family. But also at the same time, Mary would never be in a situation where she was so desperate and so lonely looking for love and attention if Cody hadn't abandoned her intimately and emotionally as a husband way, 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 way before the catfish all those years ago. If Cody hadn't abandoned Mary as a husband years ago, there would be no catfish at all. Maybe Cody should consider that and maybe Cody should consider that he was never accountable for abandoning her as a husband way, way, way before the catfish if he wants to talk about accountability. Now, Mary says she doesn't know if Cody's problem is her or something else going on. And Cody says the problem is blame. 
No, the problem is Cody doesn't take any fucking accountability. Mary tells Cody she isn't blaming him and Cody tells her then don't. And Mary says she never blamed him. And she wonders what she said that made him feel blamed. Mary didn't say anything in that conversation to blame Cody, even though rightfully she could have. In my opinion, Cody just wants to play the victim. And he also probably wants Mary to doubt herself as if she somehow put a foot wrong when he is the one who tripped all over himself and he knows that. This, in my opinion, is just a deflection tactic. Oh, poor me, poor me, woe is me, everyone's against me. Now, Janelle points out that it is so wild to her the way that Cody changes the script, the way that he flips the script with Mary. Janelle says she was glad when Mary spoke up about, oh, I understand, when she said she, oh, I understand, in regards to the land and how Cody was trying to manipulate Mary and shortchange her. Janelle feels Mary understood exactly what Cody was doing. Cody was accusing her of blaming him when she didn't say that. Christine asks, is this a cat and mouse game? Is this, he wants her to say, our marriage is over. Christine says, Mary isn't going to say that. She is never going to say that. And Christine explains that Cody said the marriage was over. So he is the one. He needs to say the marriage is over. He needs to be the one. Christine is right. Now, Christine explains that in her marriage, she said the marriage was over. She was the one to do that. And she was fine doing that. But Mary isn't okay with that. She's not fine with doing that. She isn't that person. In the clip, Mary reminds Cody of the good conversation they had when they talked for an hour. And Cody says he wants it safe and easy. Of course he wants it easy. He wants it convenient where he doesn't have to make any effort and he doesn't have to take any accountability. He wants to be coddled. Robin interferes and she reminds Cody and Mary to stay in that vein. And she tells Cody not to lump other people into those things. Mary wants to know what she said that was making Cody feel like she blamed him. And Cody says it's her bringing up things he has said and done. And Cody says that feels like blame. Yeah, because Cody is a victim and people blame him bringing up the things he has said and done, holding a grown man accountable for his words and actions. That's blaming him. They're blaming him, guys. Isn't Cody the one who said, own it, own it. He wants his kids to be able to own their choices. But Mary wants to hold Cody accountable now for the things in the past he has said and done regarding her and now he wants to play victim deflecting accusing Mary of blaming him being too much of a coward to avoid owning his past behavior the way a real man would because Cody being a man and Cody being accountable would all just be too inconvenient for him it's a full-time job keeping that fragile ego intact that's all Cody can afford to do. Now, in the clip, 
Robin is trying to speak for Mary and speak for Cody. And she's trying to explain to Cody. And Mary has had enough. Mary gets frustrated and she asks Robin, can I speak? Robin takes this opportunity to play victim. And she wants to make this about her. And she tells Mary, oh, I'm sorry. I guess I'll shut up now. Oh, I was only trying to help. I I guess I'll shut up. Jen comments that she is so glad that Mary made Robin stop talking over her. And Cody explains that he was defensive about what is going on with Janelle and Christine and the kids. And he says he is more defensive, actually, just because of his relationship with Mary. Because Cody says he has been managing it very carefully for seven years. Mary laughs at this. And Jen asks if Cody means he's been hiding it for seven years. Mary laughs and she adds or ignoring it for seven years. And Jen asks if that's how Cody's been managing it. Cody managed it the way he manages anything that's inconvenient for him, that's stressful for him. He acts like it's not there. He ignores it. He sweeps it under the rug and he's never going to deal with it. And if you have a problem, you deal with it yourself. He has nothing to do with it, even if he's the one who's doing the toxic behavior. It's still your fault. Anything challenging, he will just ignore. He's not going to be inconvenienced. Christine comments that Cody hasn't been managing it. She says he has been ignoring Mary for seven years and she tells Cody to quit the bullshit. Yes, quit the bullshit. Managing means ignoring or it means sweeping under the rug for Cody. And if that's Cody's interpretation of carefully managing something, how the fuck does Cody think or even say that he could be a great leader, that he should be the head of the family? Now, if something is inconvenient, Cody ignores it. If ignoring things that are difficult is a leadership skill, then everyone would be a CEO. Cody is absolutely delusional. Cody says that he's been trying to be as honest as he possibly can without being a jackass. Did I say Cody was delusional as if he hasn't shown his ass yet? Mary laughs at this and she thanks Cody in that scene for not being a jackass. Now, Janelle feels that it's wild to her that Mary would be so amiable and just laugh it off. If Janelle were Mary, she says she would have reminded Cody that they easily could both be jackasses. I think Janelle knows that she could be very honest about Cody and his behavior, and I think she knows it would really show his ass, and she probably would have if Cody took that same tone with her that he does with Mary. Now, Cody tells Mary she wants something they can't have together. They can always have something else, but not that, not what Mary wants. And Janelle says it's ridiculous that Mary would ever stay married, even though he can't give her a relationship. Next, Robin does her lifetime movie scene, and she scrunches up her face with her ugly cry voice, 
but not a tear on her actual face. And she gets up and she apologizes. She wants all of the attention on her. And she says she is sorry. And she has to get up. She has to walk away. She says she wants to be supportive of them. But she's sorry she needs to move away through her sobbing. Christine straight up is glaring at the TV. And she says, OMG. She knows this is way over the top, over dramatic. This was really one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Crazy insane. This emotional manipulation from Robin was disgusting during Mary's moment. How long had Mary been waiting for this? How many years? I couldn't believe this shit. I think Robin expected people to run after her and coddle her and kiss her ass and pay her attention like she's the victim. You know what? Robin's fucked up emotions are supposed to hold everyone hostage and everyone is just supposed to cower to her. Everyone is just supposed to coddle her. This is a manipulation tactic and it's way over the top and it's utter bullshit. If this lady who's a grown ass woman really can't regulate her emotions to this degree, then she really needs a professional to help her because this is not normal to always have emotional diarrhea everywhere all over the place with the shit particles and the shit particles are fucking everywhere and we can all smell the stench. If you always cry, if you're always emotional, if you are always upset, even when it has nothing to do with you, even when you aren't the main focus of the situation, that's a problem if you can't prioritize someone else's emotions over your own. In my opinion, this is a manipulation tool and it's very selfish. It seems to be for attention and it's to play victim. And I think it was also to try and divert Mary and Cody from the conversation. If Robin loved Mary, if Robin respected Mary, if she cared at all about Mary's happiness or well-being, Robin would be able to contain herself. She would be able to contain her emotions like a grown ass woman. And she would allow Mary and Cody to have this conversation free from her emotional diarrhea stinking up the place. This is annoying as fuck. And it's probably very frustrating to have to deal with a person like that to the point where it really just isn't worth it to deal with them at all. And I think a lot of the ex-sister wives felt that way about Robin. They didn't even want to touch her with a 10-foot pole. They wanted nothing to do with her, and this is why. I don't even think Vicks in my nose would cover up the overwhelming stench of this woman's bullshit. Jen laughs at Robin's telenovela exit full of tears. I laughed too. It was so fucking ridiculous. I think we all laughed at it. It's too much. And Jen says she is really struggling with this, with the way Robin is behaving. Now, Christine looks at the camera like WTF when she watches Robin stomping off. Listen, Robin has serious issues. She's batshit and she uses her emotional dysregulation and her emotions as a way to manipulate people and to get attention and to get her way and to get sympathy and to get empathy. And it's disgusting. And that's why most of the people that we see who deal with her on the show, who know her, aren't that crazy about her. And they keep her at a distance, preferring not to even interact with her because she behaves 
like one flew over the cuckoo's nest and no one wants to be a part of her bullshit. In Robin's confessional scene, Robin says that she can see where they are going with this conversation. And she says, Cody and Mary, they are both really calm and it's scaring her. She doesn't know how she's supposed to sit here and watch them decide if this is what they want, if this is what they're going to do. Now, Christine asks an obvious question. Why doesn't Robin just get in the car and leave then? Exactly. If she leaves, though, she won't get to look like a victim and there will be no possibility of the chance that Cody or Mary or cameras might run after her and follow her so she can get attention, which is what she wanted, in my opinion. And she also wanted to divert Cody and Mary's conversation. She wanted to become the center of attention and she wanted to play victim, even during Cody and Mary's breakup conversation. She couldn't even give Mary the dignity of having that conversation in peace without the stench of her diarrhea everywhere. I think Robin was hoping for a lot more attention from Mary and from Cody and from cameras. A viewer mentions Cody's ramen hair and Christine says Cody struggles and she got sick and tired with how obsessed Cody was with his hair. Christine always felt like Cody's hair was like a fifth wife. You know what? What hair? It's barely there. The fifth wife is escaping him too. Cody is so toxic, even his own hair doesn't want to stay. It's on the run. Now, a viewer asks Mary, Janelle, and Christine if they think Cody will have any more wives in the future. Janelle really doesn't think so. She thinks Cody has found some sort of soulmate relationship with Robin, a late-in-life marriage or a mature love. And Janelle says, after you've been through the ringer, Cody now has this mature love. She doesn't think Cody's going to try again. She says, nah, Cody will be a monogamist from now on. In the clip that they're going to comment on, Cody tells Mary he feels like it's ridiculous to stay in a duty-bound marriage. And Mary doesn't think that's fair to either of them. Mary tells Jen that they had already decided at the conversation they had prior to this one on camera what they were going to do. And Mary also knew that it was an important conversation to have documented publicly. And Cody fought that. So Mary was insistent on this and she was very open to guiding the conversation to start because she felt like it deserved accountability. Of course it did. Cody is a coward to the umpth degree. Now, Cody fought publicly announcing the split or making it known. And he didn't even want to do it on camera because he didn't want any of the criticism for it. And Mary had to push and insist on it. And she deserves that. And she deserves a voice. And I'm glad Mary insisted. Mary was getting a lot of flack for staying in this marriage. And Cody didn't want to announce it publicly that it was over because he knew he would be criticized. And this is the caliber of coward Cody is. Cody would actually be okay with leaving his wife 
privately and the public still thinking that Mary was hanging on to have Mary take all of this criticism on her shoulders for staying when they both knew the marriage was over so that Cody would avoid criticism rather than ending it publicly and making it known and Cody taking some of that criticism that Mary was receiving. Instead, Cody has no regard or care or empathy for any of Mary's emotions or for the emotions of his ex-wives. And even if Cody taking some heat meant Mary, the mother of his child, might get a little less flack publicly just by making the separation public, Cody still would prefer that it be kept quiet so he could avoid getting criticism. That's not a real man. That's a coward. And that is a human being with very low consciousness and no moral code. Cody's weak. Cody is incredibly insecure and his ego can't take a little rightful criticism. He can't take a shred of accountability himself. He can't take any criticism, but he is more than happy that the hate gets spewed on Mary or anyone else as long as he isn't the target. How selfish is this guy? How fragile? It's pathetic. Cody is pathetic. In the clip, Cody explains that in so many ways, this moment is just about what they each want and they don't want the same things. Cody tells Mary, the hardest thing is accepting that it isn't going to go back to a place that works for what she is looking for. I don't like how Cody's trying to push this on Mary. Mary says she doesn't like that Cody is putting all of this on her and he also isn't owning that he just doesn't have the interest. And he told her privately that he didn't have the interest, but he isn't saying it here. He's trying to put this on Mary. Mary tells Cody it doesn't mean she isn't mad at him for not giving her what they promised each other. Christine comments that honestly, Cody ended it years ago when he had no interest in keeping up a marriage or in having a marriage with Mary. I agree. I think Cody ended it the second he was absent as a husband intimately and emotionally, the second he disconnected from Mary, and that was over a decade ago. Cody was absent. He was a ghost of a husband. Cody broke the covenant way before the catfish situation, years and years and years before that. Christine explains that she feels that Cody was just dragging Mary for years and years. He ended it years ago, but Christine says Mary would have kept the marriage going. She says Mary would have loved to stay married to Cody. Christine points out that Cody is the one who really ended it, and I mean, I agree. Christine says it wasn't the catfishing thing. It wasn't whatever. Christine says Cody has been the one who has said over and over, we're just going to get to know each other. And then after he would give her hope and say, we're going to just get to know each other again, he wouldn't talk to her for a year. And then they would go out maybe once a year and he would give her hope. Christine says that's a no. In the clip, Robin explains why she walked off. No one asked her, but of course she wants to volunteer. Robin explains that she walked off because she couldn't handle the conversation and the direction it was going. Listen, 
No one gives a fuck how Robin is feeling or why she walked away or why she is fake crying or why her eyebrows look like meat cleavers. Robin just isn't interesting and she isn't important. And this scene is about Mary and Cody, mostly Mary. And Robin always wants to make everything about herself. No one cares about her. And if Robin cared about Mary, she wouldn't be conducting herself in such an asinine way during Mary's moment. This isn't about Robin. This isn't about Robin's emotions. This is about Mary. This is about Mary's emotions. This is about Mary and Cody. This isn't about Robin's emotions about Robin or Robin's emotions about Mary or Robin's emotions about Cody or Robin's emotions about Mary and Cody. This isn't about Robin's emotions about the family. This isn't about Robin's emotions about plural marriage. Robin and her emotions have no place here at all in Mary's breakup conversation with Cody. But Robin is so selfish that she just doesn't care. She emotional diarrheas all over the place to the point where Mary has to smell it. Cody has to smell it. The camera people have to smell it. The viewers have to smell it. And we can all smell the stench everywhere within a 50-mile radius. If Robin respected herself, she would not even be there unless she could control her emotions, if at all. This lady is a whole walking red flag. I can't with her. I seriously can't. Robin walks back to the table in tears, and Christine wonders, why? Why is she back? She's back. And Christine wonders, what the fuck? Robin is doing. Robin is a fucking idiot. She could not even have the human decency or the dignity or the self-respect or even the respect for Mary after everything Mary did for her to just allow Mary to speak to her ex-husband and to talk with him. If she truly loved and respected Mary at all, if she truly appreciated any of the sacrifices Mary made for her, she would have given Mary the space to talk with Cody without her interference. Instead, Robin wants to terrorize Mary with her emotions during a time that should truly be Mary's. This is Mary's scene. This is Mary's time. This is Mary's time to talk to Cody. Robin really shouldn't even be there at all, period. She shouldn't be there. Now, Christine wonders what Robin is even doing back. And Robin says she came to stop Cody and Mary from finalizing things. Christine wonders why Robin didn't just leave. You know why Robin didn't just leave? Because Robin wants attention, Robin is selfish, and Robin thinks her emotions are more important than everybody else's, including Mary, who this whole conversation is supposed to be about. Robin expects to use her emotions to manipulate Mary and Cody into prioritizing her and into coddling her and into focusing on her. It's very selfish. She wants to divert their conversation. It's insane. It's egotistical. Selfish, selfish, selfish. Red flag, red flag, red flag. And Robin thinks she can divert things with her emotional diarrhea during Mary's moment that she waited years for. What a fucking bitch. Robin makes everything about herself. She is selfish AF. She is manipulative 
AF. Christine can't believe Robin is back. And she asks again, why doesn't she just leave? What is she doing back? Christine asks, if this isn't about her, why is she here? Good question. She shouldn't be. Christine doesn't know why Robin is there. Through fake tears, Robin explains that if she is there, then she can say, let's not make any decisions today. Listen, it's not up to Robin. This isn't about Robin. Robin isn't the leader. She isn't in control. She isn't the manager. She isn't the counselor or the therapist or the mediator or the parent. Robin put on the waterworks and she did the stomping off with her disgusting shit leaking out of her diaper because she wanted to deflect and she hoped to divert Mary's attention away from her purpose of having this conversation with Cody. And Robin wanted to make this about her. How many years has Mary waited to have this conversation? Give Mary that for fuck's sake. After everything Mary gave to Robin. Everything. The legal marriage. She brought her into the family. And this is the thanks Mary gets. She helped pay for the McMansion she lives in. Robin is a bitch. Seriously, she's a bitch. This isn't something that she can control. This isn't something that Robin can stick her nose in, yet she feels entitled. This isn't something she can manipulate with her emotional diarrhea stinking to the high heavens. And we have all had enough of Robin. She's annoying, she stinks, and something is rotten in Denmark. And there is more than one wire loose with this woman. Why is she on our TV screens? The delusion that she thinks she can decide for people, that she can control situations that have nothing to do with her, that she can delay decisions that are years in the making when Mary has been waiting for this for years. Mary deserves this and Cody knows he is done and the audacity of this nut to think just because she selfishly wants Mary to stay, that she can delay this with her emotional manipulation, that is sick. She is sick, and if Robin loved Mary in any way at all, she would never have behaved so egregiously. Robin stole this from Mary. She took this from Mary. She couldn't even give Mary this moment talking to her ex-husband, ending their relationship. Not even the breakup of her marriage could Mary do with Cody without Robin's interference. She couldn't even do that in peace to publicly do this tough conversation so that it's documented publicly. Robin couldn't let Mary have this. She had to control. She had to interfere. She had to make this about her emotions and prioritize herself. She's very selfish. It's sick. Robin is mental. She's seriously mental. How long has Mary waited for this? How long? And Robin can't love Mary enough to just stay the fuck out of it for once. Jen's annoyed and Jen pauses and she tells Mary, yeah, don't make a decision today because for the last seven years, things have been peachy keen. Jen says it's selfish and I couldn't agree more. If Mary won't call Robin out, I am so glad Jen will. Janelle comments that it's not fair to not let this come to an end. 
And she says, it's not fair. She wonders, why would you want to interfere? Janelle feels by trying to stop it and giving support and cheering on for all of these years, that may have created a situation that went on longer than it should have. And that is Janelle's opinion. I agree with Jen's assessment and Janelle's and Christine's. And I think Robin was really giving Mary a lot of false hope, stringing her along, begging her, don't leave, please don't leave, for selfish reasons. Robin appreciated Mary's money, no doubt. And again, a large portion of Mary's Vegas house proceeds went to Robin to secure that McMansion, along with a large portion of Janelle's Vegas house proceeds. Mary was also Robin's emotional support person. Robin bitched to Mary. Robin used her whenever it was convenient for her for emotional support. And she was the only real ally in the family Robin had other than McKelty and Cody, of course. Robin also has legal protection and financial security should she leave because Mary divorced Cody legally to give Robin that legal wife status under the guise that she had to because Cody wanted to adopt Robin's kids. I think Robin wanted it to look like she was still a plural wife and Mary stuck around for so long in a non-existent marriage, married to a ghost. And I think Robin would interfere and she would give Mary that false hope and she would manipulate Mary, stringing Mary along. And she would also push Cody to do the bare minimum he possibly could. And Cody was done with the marriage to Mary years and years and years ago. And Robin was pushing Cody and she was pushing Mary when Cody was over it and it stole years of Mary's life that she can never get back. And the only reason Robin did it, in my opinion, was for her optics so she could publicly still be a plural wife. I think Robin is selfish. She didn't want to lose her emotional support person and her ally. And I think Robin didn't want to feel the weight of Mary leaving. Then she would be left alone and she would be the only wife. She would no longer be the favorite wife and she would be the only wife, the only wife for Cody to direct his anger at. And Robin also didn't want to feel the guilt. If Mary stayed, even on the periphery, then I believe Robin wouldn't feel the weight of things. But if Mary leaves after giving so much and sacrificing so much, Robin knows she will feel the guilt. She will feel the weight of it. It will look bad for her. It will look bad for her optics. It will look bad for Cody. It will look bad for Cody's optics. And it will feel bad for her on the inside. This is all about Robin. It's all about Robin's emotions. And it's about what Robin selfishly wants. And Robin wants Mary to do what would be easiest for her to deal with emotionally and mentally, but not what is actually best for Mary herself to be happy and in a good space and having a good well-being. Robin also would be okay with her husband being unhappy just to assuage her guilt. And that wouldn't be fair to Mary and it wouldn't be fair to Cody. 
Mary waited for this for years. And the least Robin could do was to just let Mary have this moment and to just be unselfish. But Robin, of course, had to be involved. Robin had to be Robin. And even on a good day, Robin can't escape herself, just like her best customer. They're cut from the same cloth. They're both their own worst enemies. Now, Robin comes back to the table in tears, and she apologizes for leaving. And Robin tells Mary and Cody that this is really painful. It's really, really painful for her. Who the fuck asked her about her feelings? Neither Cody or Mary asked Robin how she felt when she came back. They didn't ask her why she left. She came back of her own volition. She apologized for leaving as if anyone cared, as if she is integral to the conversation when she's not. When her interference, in my opinion, just made it worse. Robin should be asking Mary how she is feeling and how she is doing. Robin should be the one concerned about Mary's emotions and about Mary's pain. Instead, unsolicited, Robin wants to volunteer her emotional state and her emotions and how she feels about this. Talking about how painful it is for her that she had to walk away. How selfish. Robin, Robin, Robin. No one gives a fuck how painful Mary's breakup is for you. Announcing your emotions unsolicited when it's not even remotely about you, it's as intrusive and annoying and off-putting as getting a random dick pic from a random creepo. No one wants to see your disgusting junk. It's visual abuse. No one wants to hear your emotions when it isn't about you and it has nothing to do with you. That is like an emotional assault. It's emotional terrorism. No one asked what Robin's emotions were, but she is announcing them. It's not about her. It's not about her. But Robin is determined that everything has to be about her, that she has to control everything, including Mary's moment, her breakup discussion she has waited over a decade for. Thank you, Robin, for ruining Mary's moment with your unsolicited emotional assault. Again, Robin says it's really painful. And Christine points out, wow, it's painful on Robin? What about it being painful on Mary? What about it being painful on Mary? It's her breakup with Cody. Robin is the definition of selfish. This is insane. Mary tells Robin as if she didn't know that they just had their breakup conversation. And Cody is glad that they can be friends in the departure at least. Robin asks Mary if she is even accepting that. And Mary laughs cynically and she asks Robin, what else am I supposed to do with it? What else am I supposed to do with it, Robin? Robin reminds Mary that she has been doing a certain thing for a long time. Yeah, as if Mary is supposed to accept an unfulfilling, non-existent marriage to a ghost in silence for the rest of her life. And as if she's supposed to waste more years of her life than she already has just because she tolerated it for so long. She should just tolerate it for longer. Robin has zero respect for Mary. If she did at this point, she would have kept her mouth shut completely. And instead, she is reminding Mary, 
hey, you can continue with this charade. You can accept less than you deserve if you choose to. This is utter bullshit. If Robin really cares about Mary, she would make it easier on Mary to leave rather than pushing for what she selfishly wants Mary to do. Mary is a human being and she deserves much more than Cody can give her. And if Robin loved Mary, she would want better for Mary, period. And she wouldn't want her to waste a single second longer. Jen feels that's so wrong. Fuck yeah, it's wrong. It's beyond wrong. The fact that nothing in Robin's conscience told her to shut the fuck up or put Mary's well-being first, that just shows the level of human being we are dealing with. Robin is selfish. She has a low consciousness. She's not very emotionally aware. She's not really very self-aware. It's fucked up to not only come back to the table and announce how painful and hard it is for you, but to also remind Mary, oh, you can continue to do what you've been doing rather than her just understanding and worrying about Mary's pain. There was no concern for Mary's pain or Mary's feelings. There was no concern for Mary's well-being. A real friend would be focused on Mary, not themselves. But Robin can't be a friend. The only person's back Robin has deep down is her own. And I think she's disgusting. I really do. Mary explains to Robin that she isn't going to force somebody to be with her who doesn't want to be with her. And Mary says she isn't going to make somebody act how they don't want to act. It's not fair. Robin says she gets it. I don't think she does. Cody interjects that the act is easy. The act is easy. Christine gasps at this, hand to mouth like WTF. Mary is laughing at this, and Jen is flabbergasted. Mary tells Cody in the clip that the act is obvious, and Cody asks Mary, is it really that obvious? And Mary says yes. Robin plays dumb as usual. Whenever it's convenient, she doesn't know her head from her ass. She asks, the act is easy? What's the act? What's the act? She asks. She asks Cody, oh, what are, what are you saying? What do you mean? Cody explains that it's just performing his duty. Janelle says she was there and Cody was involved in the relationships and he wasn't just doing his duty. He wasn't just changing diapers and doing all of those things because it was his duty. Janelle says Cody was engaged with the family pre-Robin. But now, because he's found a different kind of love with Robin, he's like, well, that was just all pretend. Before I was just faking it, I was just doing my duty. And Janelle says, Cody is just full of shit. Jen tells Mary that she has love letters and all of these things. And Jen says, Cody used to be a different person. And Mary agrees. Mary says Cody was a different person, and you can see that in some of the clips, and you can see that in their old photos. Cody says it wasn't an act, it was a performance. He was doing what he was supposed to. And Mary explains that nobody wants to be that. Christine comments that sometimes Cody has no clue whatsoever of the whole 
that he constantly digs for himself. Yeah, he has no self-awareness. No, he has no self-awareness and anything he perceives is filtered through his paranoia and his delusions and his warped state of mind. So everything he perceives is warped. So he has absolutely no clue. I don't think Cody loved these women. I don't think he did. I think he thought he loved Mary initially at one point. I think Cody loved the supply he was getting from these women, not the women themselves. He loved what he was getting from them, but not the women themselves. Janelle was the worker. She was the primary breadwinner. She took care of the finances. Christine gave Cody church clout. She elevated his status and Cody knew enough that he had to make these women believe that he loved them. But I don't believe Cody loved them. I think he married the women all for different reasons, all serving him, of course, and he knew enough. He knew enough to make the women feel like he loved them, but he really loved what they provided him and the supply and the other things they provided for example, Janelle with the finances, Christine with the caregiving. I think before Robin came into the picture, Cody prioritized his larger family and the focus was always the larger family, even over the individual marriages. And he invested equally in all of the households, in all of the marriages, in each family about the same. And no relationship was perfect. No relationship was easy. But everyone focused on the larger family and raising the kids. And Cody was invested equally as a plural husband. And he was present and he was attuned to everyone. So maybe no relationship was perfect pre-Robin. No one maybe had a whirlwind romance. But everyone functioned in a relatively healthy way. It wasn't a perfect honeymoon but everyone worked hard and put the family first and they prioritized raising the kids and that was the glue. Now, once Robin came in, I think they saw the OG3 that Cody was actually capable of much more than he was giving them, of more communication, of more investment, of more affection, of more attunement, of more effort. But he only gave that extra level to Robin and Robin prioritized Cody not the larger family. And Cody gravitated to Robin and naturally he was getting his supply there and it was easy and it was convenient and there wasn't any tension or stress. There weren't any lingering issues. There wasn't any past history and it was just easy. And Cody got his supply easily. Cody got to be the hero at Robin's. And he wanted to be at Robin's. He wanted that ego fed. He wanted it for it to always be easy. He then only wanted to be there at Robin's. And he stopped wanting to be the plural husband and the plural father in those other places. The places where maybe it wasn't so easy, where it wasn't so convenient, where he was getting criticized, where he had to make efforts, where there was tension, where he wasn't easily getting his supply. So Cody shifted his priority from the larger family to Robin. And now Cody says everything he ever did as a husband and a father pre-Robin, all of that was all fake. It was all an act. But the women know and Cody knows that he was capable of more and that there was also a time 
pre-Robin where he really, as a plural husband, did his best to be fair and equal. He made a conscious effort and he was deeply invested before he resented being a plural husband. I think Cody says that everything, all of it was all fake, that everything was a burden to make himself feel better. Because if Cody entertains that he ever was an invested plural husband, that he wasn't involved in an engaged father, he will also remember everything he lost and he will feel the weight of it. And he will also have to take accountability and his ego can't handle all of that. So it's easier to just write it all off. The women left him. They're all bad. They're all evil. It was always all fake. It was always all a show because Cody doesn't know how to cope with it. I just hope Cody knows that his kids will watch this and they will hear him saying everything good they ever experienced was fake. It was all an act. It was all a performance. It was all a burden. How does Cody think that will make them feel? You know, Cody has dug a hole to China and he is still digging. What a fucking fool. Christine says Cody needs to stop talking. Yes, I would love to not see Cody or Robin ever again on my TV screen. Shh, stop, stop talking. His ego won't allow for him to ever stop talking. Now, Janelle wonders if Cody realizes that there were some of them who were doing the same thing. Janelle says Cody isn't the only one who had to sort of honor his commitments and just be there because it was what you needed to do and it was what you committed to. Exactly. All of these women had to prioritize the larger family ahead of themselves to keep it functional and to raise the kids. And they committed to plural marriage and they signed up for this and they sacrificed for it big time and they fulfilled their obligations even when they didn't feel like it, even when it ripped them to pieces on the inside and they suffered emotionally. They did it married to an imbecile who didn't hear their voice, who didn't validate them, who had no empathy and who conditioned them to be convenient to him and to keep sweet and to do things just so to be just what he wanted so that they would earn his love, so that they would earn his favor. These women constantly had to shove down their emotions, their feelings, their suffering, their wants, and their needs, and they had to put pieces of themselves in a box to become what Cody wanted so that he would give them some security in their marriages, in this plural situation, so that they would feel that they got some validation and that they were loved. Cody is a toxic, manipulative asshat. And he used this polygamy situation to his advantage to keep things to his convenience as he liked, as he wanted, knowing the women were always dealing with the emotions of sharing him as a husband and raising the kids. And they were also having to juggle earning their husband's favor, their husband who would make them feel insecure with him if they weren't convenient enough for him, if they weren't pleasing enough for him. They had to be pleasing. They had to earn his favor. They had to keep themselves small and convenient. Cody constantly dangled the carrot and he told the women, you aren't enough. Do this, do that, do this, do that. They did all those things. They complied and nothing was ever enough. I believe for a time in the beginning, 
Cody really was their son. And to Cody, these women were nothing but a speck of dust to flick away. This was not an easy situation. And being married to a man like Cody made it even more difficult for these women. It made it even more painful than it needed to be. Cody can say he had to sacrifice. He had to do his duty. He had to perform. Woe is me. Woe, it was so hard on him. Oh, poor man. But what about all the women had to sacrifice? Not only for the family, but being married to a man who would only pretend to love you if you could pretend to be what he wanted. Cody's duty, Cody's so-called performance as a plural husband was nothing in comparison to all the performances the wives had to do to live in this situation, to sacrifice for this family, and to coddle Cody's ego. Not to mention the emotional acrobatics and the roller coaster rides these women had to endure emotionally all the time living in this plural situation. Cody wants to talk about performances. He isn't the only actor on the stage and he wasn't the only person who stayed because they felt bound by duty or obligation. Cody wants to talk about duty, but look at all the sacrifices Janelle made for the family as primary breadwinner, working hard, slaving away, sacrificing her paycheck for the larger family. Look at all the sacrifices Christine made to be the nurturer and the caregiver to all the kids in the family, while also having to shove down her personal happiness and fulfillment and her wants and needs, putting those aside to prioritize Cody's children and raise them. I don't hear Cody ever mentioning that. I don't ever hear him mentioning Janelle's sacrifice or Christine's sacrifice. Janelle says Cody acts like he is some put upon person who made some sort of sacrifice. And Janelle says, she's sorry, buddy, but that's what happens in a marriage. Janelle explains that when your relationships are bad, that's just how everybody feels. In the clip, Atiri Robin says, one of the reasons why she fell in love with Cody is because he loved Mary and he loved his wives. Jen says, as a monogamist, it's weird that someone would fall in love with somebody because they love their wives, plural. Jen thinks it's weird. Robin knows that Cody is bitter now. She says she knows Cody is struggling, so he's going into these weird dark places, and she is so tired of him talking like this. Robin pauses, and she asks Cody if it was okay that she was disputing him in this clip and saying that what he was saying wasn't true, that it was an act. Robin tells Cody she saw him. Cody says he knows he remembered on their honeymoon telling Robin everything Mary loved and what Mary liked. And Cody tells Robin he did that just because he was testing himself. Cody does the crazy symbol with his finger swirling by his temple. And he says there is something wrong there. Definitely there is something wrong there between Cody's ears. Cody is right on cuckoo's nest. There's definitely something wrong there. Now, Cody tells Robin there was something wrong there a long time ago. 
Cody tells Robin she thought it was that he was so attuned and so attentive to his wives. But Cody says the fact of the matter is that he was reacting to a bad emotional state. At this, Robin rolls her eyes and she looks down. And Cody tells Robin he thought it was love. Robin is totally coaching Cody. And she points at Cody like she's scolding him like he's a toddler. And she tells him, see, there is the truth. Right. Either Cody was acting or he could say he thought it was love. But he was just mistaken. And Robin points out to Cody that he thought he loved them, you know, whether he did or not, whether he does now or not, that's the truth, that he thought he loved them. And Cody tells Robin, so then he is just as guilty. And Robin asks, of, meaning guilty of what? And Cody says, of thinking that he was in love and trying to work out all that mess. And Robin tells Cody when he says it was all a performance, it was just an act. And Cody tells Robin he was trying to do what the right thing was. And Robin tells Cody, but he thought it was love. Cody says he thought it was the right thing. And Robin tells Cody, right, but you felt love and you thought it was love. She definitely wants it known that Cody says he thought it was love because otherwise he looks way worse. So now they want to rewrite history and flip the script again. It was love. It wasn't love. It was love. It wasn't love. It was all an act. It wasn't an act. And now Robin is coaching Cody, both walking books of contradictions to say whatever suits their narrative in the moment. So now Robin wants to impress upon us that Cody thought it was love. She is giving him major looks, coaching him through this whole thing. And Cody says, yeah, looking at Robin, but he's not sure what answer Robin expects. And you can tell. And Robin says, okay. I think Robin knows if Cody says he never loved these women, then he intentionally deceived them. And that looks bad. And if Cody says he thought he loved them, he felt love. Then it wasn't an act of deception. It wasn't his fault. I don't give a fuck what Robin coaches Cody to say or what comes out of Cody's mouth. I don't believe he ever genuinely loved these women. I believed he knew enough into deceiving them, into making them think that he loved them. I think he loved what they provided him, the supply and the adoration and the love. And he knew that he could benefit from different attributes of each of these women. And that's why he married them. But I don't believe he loved them. And now Robin is coaching him to backpedal. I think Robin thinks it makes Cody look less like the snake oil salesman he is if she gets him to backpedal on that, on this whole act performance thing. Now in the clip, Cody says he is willing to fake being in love with Mary and doing his duties as a husband and sort of putting up with things that frustrate him so deeply that he struggles to even be around her. Cody says if he needs to, for the sake of whatever, he will. Now, Cody comments that whatever meant his religion, it meant their faith. Mary comments that she doesn't believe Cody is in a good place. So 
She says to have the world of social media bash Cody and then bash Cody for backing him, it's whatever. Mary says she sees it as backing someone who is in pain. Cody's pain is self-inflicted with his toxic behavior. Cody's mental health is his responsibility. And Cody's pain is no excuse for the toxic way he treats his ex-wives and his other kids. If Cody is in pain, that's no excuse for his abusive, toxic behavior towards others. And it's Cody's responsibility to deal with it. And it's not the world's job to coddle him. What about the pain Cody's toxic behavior inflicted on others in his family, including her? Being hurt or being in pain is not an excuse to hurt others or to treat others abusively or to treat others like shit. That's bullshit. Next, Christine hits the nail on the head with her observations. Christine thinks Cody needs to encapsulate this and he needs to realize everything he is saying here is the reason why he doesn't have a good relationship with all of his kids. And it's why she has left and it's why Janelle is leaving. And Christine says... They are all leaving because they have been a duty. Cody has been acting and performing. Christine tells it like it is. She says Cody is the reason his relationship is over with Mary. He wants it to be over. He's the reason. And Christine says Cody isn't saying it and he needs to man up. Man the fuck up, Christine says. She is so over this. Listen. Cody is a coward, he refuses to be a man, and he thinks if he wasn't the one to say it, then he isn't the bad guy, and he doesn't get to feel the weight of this. Cody refuses to take one ounce of accountability, and he never will. And Cody's behavior is the reason no one has a good relationship with him. His behavior has consequences. His neglect has consequences. His favoritism has consequences consequences. Before Robin, Cody was much more invested in his plural family. He prioritized a larger family. He was equally invested with the OG3. And you know, maybe it wasn't the romance he thinks he has with Robin. But Cody prioritized the larger family and he was fairly and equally invested with his wives. And each wife mattered the same. He invested the same. When Robin came in and she became the prioritized favorite, Cody didn't want to be anywhere but with Robin, where it was easy, where it was convenient for him to get a supply. He got everything he wanted from Robin with less inconvenience, with less effort, with less stress. And Cody's plural family became his obligation. His wives became a duty. And they felt they mattered less to Cody than the favorite wife. And that's not what Cody promised them when he married them. And that's not what these women signed up for. Cody is the only person responsible for his behavior. Cody is the only person responsible for his mental state and for the state of his relationships with his kids and his family. And Cody could have made the conscious decision to be present as a plural husband and a plural father with all of his wives. Cody made it clear that his family was a chain around his ankle weighing him down, keeping him from living his best life. His family was in duty. His family was an obligation. 
he refused to see his family as the blessing that they were for him, instead referring to them clearly as the obstacles to his goals in life. If that doesn't say it all, then what does? Cody's family should be his goal, the ultimate goal, the most important integral part of his life, a blessing. But for Cody, he perceived his family as obstacles. And that says all we need to know about this man. In the next clip, Mary tells Cody that she knows that he doesn't feel or consider himself to be married to her. And Robin says, that's not true. Under her breath, she wants to interfere some more. She hasn't interfered enough. Cody apologizes to Robin because in the scene, he rolled her eyes at her for saying that. And he's so sorry he rolled his eyes at her. God, unfucking believable Cody gives Goblin one little sideways glance and he apologizes profusely immediately. The other women he treats like they are prairie dog, playland dirt on the bottom of his shoes and he acts like he did them a huge favor by even being in their presence. And he's normally disrespectful as fuck, demanding things, demanding that this is a patriarchy and it's obvious really, that Robin wears the pants. She's the neck that turns the head and Kotex is too stupid and too pussy whipped to see it. Cody had good women who loved him, who tried to bend over backwards to make things work with him, who actually loved and respected him enough to allow him to be his own man, who loved Cody enough to be honest with him, who were loyal to him, who sacrificed for the larger family, but Cody lost those loyal women holding up the rotten apple of the brunch as if she is a prize to behold. The woman who is only loyal ultimately to herself, who is managing the fuck out of Cody, who ultimately has legal wife status and who will not hesitate to leave with all of his coins when the shit hits the fan and Cody treats her in the exact same way he treated the other three. And those coins Robin is getting as legal wife, those should be the coins that are going to Cody's ex-wives and other kids. Robin isn't loyal to Cody. She isn't loyal to the larger family. And she sacrificed nothing for the family. She was a liability. She was a drain on the family. And Cody has no clue that the one he holds up like a prize is going to be the one who stabs him in the kidneys. Then... Then and only then will Cody maybe see exactly what he threw away in the trash and he will know he is the biggest fool on the planet the way everyone else in the world does. In the clip in front of Mary, Cody is explaining to Robin that she required this agreement of him in order to get married. And Cody explains this agreement he gave her, their sacred covenant, was that if he was ever not in love with her, he wouldn't just sit there and be in a pathetic place with her. Christina's watching this like, what the fuck? As Robin brings on the crocodile tears some more. And Janelle thinks it's a weird thing to promise when you go into a relationship. And Janelle says it's really weird. And she doesn't think Cody is telling the whole thing here. But she says maybe their relationship is just that superficial. Janelle says you fall in and out of love many times in a relationship. Jen points out that more must have happened. And she wonders if Cody was complaining to Robin already pre-marriage about his relationships 
with Mary, Janelle, or Christine, and she wonders if maybe Robin suggested, well, if this happens with us, you will leave me or I will leave you. Mary is flabbergasted because she never even considered that. In my opinion, Jen is right, and that probably definitely happened. Robin became involved in all of Cody's marriage relationships from day one. Cody would go to her with all of his issues he was having with a wife in their private marriage, and she would advise him on what to do on the female perspective. She would counsel him. I always felt that Robin was very involved, and we even saw the wives confirm that Robin tried to convince everyone that she speaks Cody better than anyone else in the family, and so she always played the family counselor. She always wanted to be there. She always wanted to be involved. She always wanted to mediate things. She always wanted to interfere between Cody and a wife in the private marriages, and since the first time I saw the honeymoon special, when Cody said, we, meaning he and Robin, decided to give them, the OG3, some of what they want, it was obvious Robin was working with Cody to advise him and string the wives along. Now, Robin mentioned having the female perspective, and she even made Cody call his wives during that honeymoon when he personally wanted to avoid it because he knew his wives were emotional, they were pissy, they were upset. He wanted to avoid that inconvenience completely. And Robin mentioned it was time for Cody to put on his big boy pants. And we also know Cody said he went to Robin with everything because she was good at making relationships work. As family mediator, as Cody's closest confidant and relationship advisor, she had all the 411 on all of the dynamics and on all of the relationship issues between all the relationships and all the people in the family. And Robin could use all of that information and control to manage Cody and get things to her advantage. She advised Cody, Robin is a control freak. And we know when things don't go her way, she resorts to toxic tactics, lies, gaslighting, invalidation, triangulation, manipulation, emotional abuse, and it makes one wonder how much of the destruction of the functionality of the Brown family, how many of the problems in the individual marriages and the relationships that Cody has, has to do with Robin's interference and with Robin's advice, with Robin's control. Robin really is the neck that turns the head, and she has got Cody's balls in a sling. What a Robin-haired fool Cody is. Now, through Robin's scrunched-up fake cry face, Robin tells Cody that it doesn't mean the marriage is over. When does Robin get it through her thick skull that this is Mary's marriage to Cody, and Mary feels it's over, and her emotions aren't important? Her emotions aren't a part of this. This is about Mary and Cody, not Mary and Robin and Cody. And Robin is acting a fool, inserting herself and carrying on like a cuckoo bird. Mary gets what Cody is finally saying to her. And Mary says if Cody wants to be done with her, he has to tell her he is done with her. And it bothers her that he is telling Robin that he made this agreement with her. And now he is putting that agreement he made with Robin on her too. Mary 
comforts a sobbing Robin, holding her hand. Shouldn't it be the other way around? And Robin tells Mary this isn't what she wants, as if it's all about her and what she wants. Cody says it's not what he wanted either. Yes, it fucking is. Shut the fuck up, Kotax. Christine expresses that Cody wants this, and she mimics puking everywhere. Cody and Robin sit on their couch, looking lifeless, miserable, and apathetic, and they play a clip of Cody saying, this is the end of their plural marriage. Mary finds it funny. She laughs at the fact that Cody gave her a very long goodbye hug. And Jen points out that this is the most action Mary has gotten from Cody in years. Cody says, this is goodbye, and now they have agreed, and now he hopes Mary will find peace because he will. Christine and Jen are both shocked that Cody said that he would have no problem basically finding peace, that he has peace basically. Listen, Cody wanted to be done with Mary years ago. He wanted this. He's rejoicing internally as much as it sucks for Mary and as insensitive as it is to her, Cody is being rude, but really he is also being honest. Cody wanted this and it is a peace to him and now he has peace and the whole thing's done and he's probably rejoicing about it internally and it is rude and it is insensitive, but it is also honest. Cody will be at peace. He's not going to lose a wink of sleep that he lost Mary. It's very rude, but it really is no shocker. He already has peace, so he hopes Mary finds it. To that, Janelle comments, what an ass. Listen, Cody is at peace with Mary leaving, no doubt. But my guess is, honestly, Mary has more peace, happiness, joy, and peace of mind than Cody or Robin have even combined. Cody and Robin look absolutely miserable in their monogamous hell. They have got to be free from their obstacles to their goals in life, but at what price, at what cost, at the weight of how much pain and suffering on their family. So now, even though Cody and Robin have freedom, they will never be happy with it because the way they have achieved it was negative. It was toxic. It was bad energy. It was bad karma. And the weight of that will hang over them like a cloud and they won't be able to enjoy it. And you can't ever escape karma. Robin says she always wanted to live plural marriage. And she says she'll just continue to spend time on her knees looking for peace and answers. In her ugly cry voice, sitting on Coyote Pass, Robin says she's looking at that mountain and She's thinking about when they came here and they flash back to Cody jumping in the drainage ditch in all his glory. Jen cringes and Mary laughs saying she thinks the world could have seen less of Cody. And she says that flexing jumping in the drainage ditch, that's so Cody. It was so gross seeing Cody like that in that state and he was flexing and really trying to show off like he really thought he was doing something and really showing off in that prairie swamp. He looked like the fucking creature from the Black Lagoon. Cody's narcissist. Cody loves admiring himself. Do you guys remember how the wives mentioned how Cody loves to 
flex in the mirror and admire his muscles. So he's really into himself. And he also mentioned his six-pack abs and his great pecs. And he thinks he's just a sex object for Janelle. He's so fucking delusional if he thinks he looks good and that women want him. He is gross as fuck. And his personality is even grosser. Now, Robin has her hands to her forehead. She's looking down, watching the scene where she scrunches up her face like she is just battling the world's largest shit with not one tear falling, but her face scrunched up like she is really pushing hard. She says, and we all chose, all of us chose, we were so in love with this property and being together out here. And Robin blubbers on and I wanted to sit on the porch when my sister was here on this property with her kids and with her grandkids. Now, Christine is watching this fuckery, Robin's one-man show, very skeptically. And I think she knows Robin needs a straight jacket stat. Why is Robin always making this about herself and what she wanted? These tears fake tears, she's allegedly crying, aren't for the family. They aren't for Cody's ex-wives or for Cody's other kids or because of the disintegration of this family and the pain that she and Cody inflicted on everyone. These selfish tears, allegedly in quotes, Robin is crying because Robin is sad that she didn't get what she posted on her vision board. She is pissed that the wives leaving mean that she doesn't get the fantasy she pictured in her mind. And she is pissed for herself that she can't have that and she thinks it's their fault and she blames them. Robin is very selfish, very. Janelle comments that she thinks Cody should have been able to lock up to what it was that was required of him being a plural husband. If Cody were able to meet the needs and wants of all the women and if he treated them fairly and equally and he made his best, most conscious effort to do that with the genuinely the same level of investment and attunement, I think Mary would have definitely stayed and I think Janelle would have stayed. But Cody was unwilling to act fairly as a plural husband and he gave the women no choice. If Cody were capable of more, they may have actually stayed. Robin cries, re-watching her fake tear. She is so moved by her own emotion. And Robin says, Cody running around like he does and looking at the mountain together and having a family. Robin breaks down some more. It's not enough. She needs more fake crying. And she keeps repeating, I don't understand. I don't understand. Through the tears. Now, Robin is playing dumb and she wants to play victim. Robin came into this family prioritizing the man over the family. Her priority was never her sister wives or the larger family or having a plural family. It was always having the man and the husband and her marriage and her relationship. And it was all about what she could get for herself and her kids. And her actions and her behavior show that she was all about the man and not the family. Now, Christine rolls her eyes at Robin's piss-poor acting job. The cringe hysterics were just so over the top. Christine doesn't understand what Robin doesn't understand. 
She says, when you monopolize a man in plural marriage and you make him believe that he's the most awesome, incredible, wonderful man, so he never wants to leave your house, and when you've got a guy who has a favorite who never leaves your house, that's not a plural family. It's a breakup waiting to happen. Exactly. Robin wanted financial security and financial stability. She wanted a father figure for her kids. And she knew Cody was struggling with the other women. She knew that he was easy to manipulate and that all she had to do was to treat him like the perfect hero and play the damsel in distress. And she had to provide his supply and she would get everything else she needed in return. Robin prioritized Cody. Cody prioritized Robin. He got his supply. It was convenient. They both got what they wanted. It's a very transactional experience. Cody picking a favorite wife doesn't work in a plural family. And Robin didn't give a fuck if she was the favorite wife, if her favoritism meant Cody was neglecting the rest of his plural family as long as she was getting everything she wanted and needed. Now, ultimately, Cody is to blame for not living up to his responsibility as a plural husband and meeting the obligations and the promises that he gave to these women. And Cody consciously could easily have made the choice to be conscious and to do things as fairly and equally as possible as a plural husband. But Cody didn't give a fuck about these women or what they sacrificed for the family, their well-being. He didn't give a fuck about their feelings or their happiness. Cody only cared about Cody. Cody only cares about getting his ego fed. Cody is ultimately the one who could have made the choice to fulfill his responsibility as a plural husband. And he could have been as conscious as possible of not picking an obvious favorite wife. But he decided he didn't want to do that and he grew to resent the women. He grew to resent his choice of becoming a plural husband. And instead of owning his choice by being honest or doing his best to come to terms with the fact that his choice is his responsibility, he resented his wives, he resented his kids, he resented his family, and he took his anger and resentment out on his family when they did not deserve that. Although Cody is ultimately responsible for the destruction of his family, Robin contributed to it by enabling Cody and by prioritizing him and by generally just being a shit human and not giving a fuck about the feelings, emotions, neglect, or suffering of Cody's other wives and kids caused by the favoritism that he gave to her. Robin didn't care about the larger family as long as she got everything she wanted and needed from Cody and his family, including the roof over her head, paid for largely off of the backs of her sister wives, Mary and Janelle. Janelle feels the responsibility of this is really on Cody's shoulders, not on Robin's. And Janelle feels Cody could have done it if he had chosen to honor his commitments and covenants and if he had grown and if he had been able to be a husband to all of them equally and fairly and if he had been able to not show any favoritism and to not have a favorite wife and to not have somebody who is loyal or more loyal than the rest. So therefore, he's loyal to her and just her. Robin cries, re-watching all of her pain. Robin is really very, so emotionally moved. She really feels all of her pain. She feels for herself. 
She really empathizes with herself, watching herself back. But I really don't see her breaking down emotionally, empathizing with the pain of any of her ex-sister wives or any of the other kids in Cody's family. We don't see any emotion for that. Only She only shows emotion when she's watching her own pain. How fucking selfish is this woman? Robin complains that watching this back is just torture for her. Oh. Jen explains that Mary thought Coyote Pass would be a new beginning. Jen thought Mary would have a new chance. Mary was under the impression that it would be a new beginning. Cody was going to change. Cody made that promise. And now Mary doesn't get that. Christine doesn't have that. And Janelle doesn't have that. And Robin also doesn't have that. And Jen thinks the only person who is okay with that right now is Cody And Mary agrees with that. Christine says, this was the finale of another marriage. Robin never wants to do this again. Cody complains that he feels sick. And Cody says, it was hard. These were the hardest days of their lives. And Robin says, it was yucky. Robin is just, she has a way with words. It was yucky. A viewer asks Mary, if she's going to start dating again, and the answer is yeah, eventually. Mary wants a tall guy, taller than she is, with kind eyes. Jen wants the guy to be a pilot. Mary is laughing a lot, and she's really happy. Maybe she's seeing this mystery pilot now. Who knows? But seriously, I hope Janelle and Mary do find love. I hope they find real men who see them, who love them as they are, who can give them the love they deserve because Cody will never, ever be that person. They are far too good for him. That is it for this episode. I'll see you soon for part two of the Sister Wives Look Back and, of course, for Christine and David's wedding special and for the Sister Wives Rewatch. Thanks for listening. Bye.